I got a tattoo the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out 808 by Jack in Halifax. There we go. Super dope tattoo. Nice. Want to explain to the the listeners what it is? Yeah, I'll try and describe it <laughs> as best I can. It is a uh, it's a portrait of Angela Davis. She's uh, she's dope. You know who Angela Davis is? No, no she's. I a, just laughed. You just thought I, it'd be no, I just thought you were joking. You have a portrait. Let me see. Yeah, I thought you on. were just fixing up your other one. Ugh. Hang on. Don't fall. Holy shit! Yeah, let's fucking go, dude. That's I really just cool. stood up on my chair to show Parker. My tattoo. That's yeah. amazing. But, no, that's a portrait of uh, Angela Davis. She's an author, activist. Um, she was wanted for murder and kidnapping, I believe, oh, really? by the FBI in the 80s or 70s, I want to say. Um, she wouldn't actually. She didn't actually kill anybody. There's um, some guns she owned that were used in a crime, and she was wanted for that. And they captured her. Um, she was in jail for about a year, and then they dropped all the charges. But it was crazy. While she was in jail, um, John Lennon, Yoko Ono wrote a song about her. Rolling Stones wrote a song about her. Hmm. Yeah, there's this whole free Angela Davis thing. Wow. So now she's on my thigh forever. <laughs> is she still alive or is she? She's still alive, yeah. yeah. Wow. Honestly, when you first showed me that tattoo, you guys probably won't know who this is. But I thought it was uh, Roberta Flack. She's like an old like soul soul singer from like the 70s, 80s. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Her songs, but... Why would you know who that is? Because I listen to that music sometimes. Hmm. That's fine. Logan's got weird music tastes. I got a wide array. I, I, cast, yeah. I cast a wide net for my music. Yeah, Logan goes from like Lana Del Rey to like. Never mind. Well, he'll <laughs> he'll like introduce like new songs to me and stuff, and then the next day he'll come up to me and be like, "Hey, you remember this Imagine Dragons song?" Yeah. Well, okay, no, but I, I do I, Imagine Dragons. I listen to everything, yeah. like everything. So Imagine Dragons make some legit music. They do. I like. The, I still we like the old stuff. Hate. I know it's just Target music, but like. Radioactive yeah. goes hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enemies. Time. Demons. Demons. Enemies what I went with today mm-hmm. on the way up. Is that an album or a song? Song. Uh, is that one it's like for the, like a soundtrack. New-ish ones? Yeah, it's yeah. one of their newest. Oh, is that the one from Suicide Squad from the 2016 movie? No, it's the, a newer movie. I don't remember what the movie oh, was okay. called. Okay. But it has like a billion streams already. Really? Yeah, it's insane. Oh my God. It's Are Imagine they... Dragons. Every song they released has that. They're, uh, what, Norwegian or something? Or they're from the Nordic countries. Like the lead singer is, I think. Isn't he? Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure I, I'm not don't caught think up in my Imagine Dragons. That is, that is so niche. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure he is. I'll have to Google it. But This is now an Imagine Dragons podcast. This is an Imagine Dragons uh, fan cast. We, in, we in-depth review every new release. <clears throat> uh, yeah, all we talk about is Imagine Dragons. Uh, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's a big one. Uh, Major Lazer. <laughs> Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja yeah. Cat, yeah. And I know Logan it. wanted to talk about a certain Doja Cat thing. Yeah, let's like, just do it. Let's just go right for now? it. Yeah, I don't, Doja I don't Cat released her boobs it. on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. Doja Straight Cat up. posts two uh, years after "Say So," which is the song that she said when it went number one. She released her boobs. We were all patiently waiting. <laughs> it's been two years. The release was worth the wait. Is worth the wait. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, as far as boobs go, post yeah. it because I saw on the comments. I didn't see her actually on her feed. She posted it when I saw them. Oh, okay. it was under her Twitter. Wow. Which I'm always checking, by the way. Parker's yeah. just constantly refreshing Doja Cat's Twitter feed. That's fair. Twitter true. in general, yeah, Parker's always got the first. The, I got the uh, first scoop. Yeah, the first scoop on yeah. everything. Yeah, remember when uh, when Kobe died? I was the first one that knew. That's true. You mentioned the group like, yo, like, Kobe died. Like, no way. 20 minutes later, like the world's in like. Shit. I heard from Parker before I heard from TMZ. 
Yeah, yeah. Kobe and with died. the Dragon Twenty One Savage album, you said like last week, Drake dropping on October 28th. Guys, what do you want to know? I'll tell you. And get your, get your news from Parker. What do you want yeah. to know? I will tell you. He doesn't want to know anything. Parker knows. Parker yeah. knows stuff before it happens. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He has a direct uh, pipeline of information. My next guess, Kanye's got like two years left. Think so? Like to mm-hmm. live? Yeah. Or to be relevant? To, to live. To live. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think will happen? It's not going well for him. He's spiraling. I think it's just a bad path. I think we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. He's close. Or do you think it'll be like natural causes? Like he'll take his own life. Somebody will kill him. Well, that's not natural. Well, causes. Why, why would he die? Well, natural I mean, like natural causes. causes, as like he just like dies from like an illness or something. I don't oh know. no, I don't think it'll be that. No, I think something will happen to him, or he'll do it to himself. Wow. Yeah. I could see him doing something to himself. Yeah. For Absolutely. sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Speaking of, well, somewhat speaking of Kanye, I, was, I told Will this like two days ago. I was walking back from Superstore, and on Spring Garden, I saw a guy wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt. That's in just Halifax? Yeah, in Halifax. That's absolutely fucking crazy. Like an old white guy just wearing it. That's nuts. It's like the most liberal city in Canada, too. No, yeah, we're super progressive here. And still, he had the balls to wear that out. That's mm-hmm. nuts. crazy. Because here's crazy. the thing. Even if I agreed with Kanye, and I thought that, too, I wouldn't have the fucking nuts to wear that out in public. No shot. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Holy shit. Not, not with all the students here, too. Like, and it was like, remember, like, the format in like 2015 when, like, Straight Outta Compton, the movie came out? It was all, like, that format. It was yeah. like that. That's how it was like. Oh, it said "White Lives Matter" in the Compton yeah. font. That doesn't yeah. make much sense. That's that's literally appropriating black culture. <laughs> yeah. It should have said "White Lives Matter" in it the was Charleston, a Virginia font with that white logo on it. They said "White Lives Matter." Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. White Lives Matter. Deeply racist. Yeah. That's well, guys, uh, welcome to the Turnover Podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Parker. I'm here again. We got Logan to the right of me. Will to the left. Used our real names. We gotta we we gotta introduce ourselves with our podcast names. Uh, Welcome to the Turnover Podcast. You got you got Willy Will over here. You got Low Gang and Vitamin P. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. There it is. Disclaimer: That's my first time hearing our podcast names. We're on episode like four, it. and that's the first time I've heard them. If you see it on the street, refer to us as those names, please. Low yeah. Gang. Actually, people have been calling you Low people Gang. Call, people have been calling me Low Gang for a long time. I've had a lot of nicknames, like a lot. Doug, yeah. McBuckets, Logang, Logie, Logie Bear, Dumbass. Which <laughs> <laughs> is how most people refer to him <laughs> on a regular basis. Hey, dumbass. What? <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Come here, sport. Come here, sport. Come on, champ. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, do you guys just like parents ever call you that growing up? Like, champ or kiddo or. No, those like. The state, like the, no, because no, those typically come from your dad, and I had a Filipino dad. And so. I didn't have Parker, one. Trap, so, I have the wrong. Yeah, you're alone on this, Logan. Yeah, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> we, you got Filipino dad and absent dad, so <laughs> you didn't, we didn't get a lot of champ or sport. I don't think I did. I think those are only out of like 90s sitcoms that those are set. Yeah? Yeah. That's probably I fair. always pictured you as having a 90s sitcom childhood. I think so, with a white pig <laughs> fence, a dog. Yeah, and then you get into like uh, various hijinks and misadventures throughout your youth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like pushing your brother down the stairs. For okay, fun. what? I never did that. No, more like I feel like Logan had more of like a sitcom kind of childhood. <laughs> like middle school, he'd be like, "I have two dates to the dance. I can't break it off with one of them. I gotta go with both of them." So then he switches outfits throughout the whole night. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta go get some punch. I'll be right back. Dude, Hides under a table. <laughs> What a life no, that just, would be. Just sitcoms shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that's how it went. You're not you're not wrong. It's pretty much bang on. 
Yeah, I had more of a of a childhood like Fresh Prince. <laughs> Why? I don't, know. Are you gonna I don't like get it? it. You can't just claim that. And <laughs> not explain it. <laughs> Where's your data? Um, actually, okay, I take that back. Parker had more of a Fresh Prince childhood. <laughs> Parker never had an Uncle Phil to move in with. Well, I don't know. Let's ask Parker. Did you have an uncle? I do have uncles. I never moved in with them. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I they definitely it. weren't rich. I think Parker Moore had like a. Hmm. What kind of sitcom childhood did Parker have? Is it bad? Like my mom went to Pokemon because you never know Ash Ketchum's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just revolves around. It's not my only character trait. You know what? Parker's childhood was more like Captain America. Because he okay. was really small, and then he got drugs shot into his ass, and now he's big. <laughs> now he's saving the world. That's true. That is fairly true. I do also have a shield. What? What? No, I don't know. Did Captain America have a shield? He yeah. did have a shield. How do you have a shield? How do you have Where's a shield? Where's your shield? <laughs> you guys are supposed to expose this. We don't have a video yet. They don't know how I don't have oh, a shield. Okay. Yeah, Parker's actually holding a shield. Yeah, maybe you got right a now. shield potion in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to choose uh, one of these two things and never be able to enjoy again. Sex or food, and why? Ooh. Okay, when you say sex, does that mean all forms of sex? Like oral, like, you know, just good old whole, sex, like, you know, standard sex? Good old whole. whole <laughs> sex? Why did you word it like that? I don't know. <laughs> good old, you know, whole on whole. <laughs> okay, it's, yeah. It's, it's for uh, the uh, content. Yeah, it's all forms of sex. Anything okay. that would be considered sexual. Uh, yeah, we don't kink shame on here either. Don't fetish shame. So uh, anything to do with feet, uh, eyeballs, ears, all that kind of cool kinky shit that's also considered sex and when you say don't enjoy does that mean like i i don't like it or this is like kind of neutral about are you gonna pick this entire thing up? <laughs> a little bit. This, these are can i two, answer these are my yeah. two major questions like yeah when you say don't enjoy like just more like neutral about everything or like you just don't like it i mean don't enjoy as in like it's happening and you're thinking in your head like man i'd rather be playing a uh, call of duty right now hmm. okay or you know man i'd rather be doing something else I would okay. probably say I'd have to go. I have to go with probably food. Well, yeah, food. So you never want to enjoy food again. But like, I'll still eat it. And I won't hate it. Won't dislike it. I was like, man, like it's just it's all tasteless. Yeah. You know, like it's no longer an enjoyable thing to do. You're I just, do eat food more. Than, yeah, maybe maybe the sex. Yeah, you're just <laughs> putting stuff in your mouth, and it just doesn't taste like anything. But well, with Logan, sex he's always putting things in his mouth, <laughs> so it's the same thing. But sex yeah, is kind of similar, too. You're just putting something in you, and then uh, there's no flavor there. Yeah, that's true. What about you, Parker? I'm, it's a little bit of a sticky situation for me. Ew, because Gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> because, like, I only eat two things, so not enjoying food wouldn't be that big of a deal for Rice me. Rice and chicken? But also, yeah, but also having just a chocolate bar takes longer than sex does for me. So, no. at no. this point... Like, neither of them are really that much of a loss. It takes you, you longer to eat a chocolate bar than have sex? Probably. I'd, okay. Damn. Okay, if you're only eating two foods, you're pretty much already not enjoying food. Yeah. yeah it doesn't sound it, enjoyable. That is true. I eat a lot this weekend, but normally, yeah, it's just, I get a cheese and crackers for lunch and then oh, chicken and rice dude, for supper. I That's pretty much all I have. Today, for food, like, I was coming back from class or from the library or whatever, and I, I, had, I needed something for, like, for supper, so mm -hmm. I went to Pete's, and I mm -hmm. bought this corn... He bought corned beef. It was corned beef. Mm -hmm. And I never had it before. I don't know what it was. Really all they had. And one, I was like, you know what? I'll try it. Whatever. I got home. I Googled recipes. And it was all like, it takes like an hour or two hours to cook. Like slow roast it. You had to boil it or whatever. I'm like, well, well, fuck. All right. So I did it. 
and I had it, and honestly, it wasn't that good. <laughs> so you did the whole process. I did the and whole didn't process. Like it, yeah. it was like thirteen bucks, and I was like, oh. Moral of the story: uh, Don't buy mystery meat. Yeah, don't buy mystery meat. You know what you're buying. Logan Please. walked in with that, and he put it down on the counter. I was like, that is above your skill level. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. No, I cooked it. I did it pretty yeah. well. It's just I don't like it. So. it is. Can you consider it successful if you cooked it and then you ate it and you were like, this tastes like shit? Well, it doesn't taste like shit. Like, I ate If somebody who likes corned beef came and eat, ate it, they'd be like, oh, you know, that's all right. It's not bad. Logan goes from trying to make chili straight to like a beef wellington <laughs> in a week. But chili, I knock out of the park with chili. The chili I was really very good. Chili. I did try it. Yeah, you got some good chili skills. Thank you. I think you got a little bit of Mexican in you. Maybe, maybe. That makes sense. He always has a little Mexican in him. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. I, I guess corned beef is a big thing in like Irish yeah cuisine that's a thing they do is like corned beef with cabbage and potatoes oh that's what they said all the recipes are like with cabbage with potatoes on, on a sandwich oh it was the majority of the recipes like, yeah, always said all the, with cabbage. all the recipes are assuming you're not a psychopath who's just gonna eat like straight meat <laughs> <laughs> i oh, once I'm... had a meal of just meat when you like what what was it bacon breakfast sausage because i needed to get rid of stuff before i moved out mm-hmm Bacon, breakfast sausage, chicken, and then leftover hamburger. Dude, oh my Dude, that god. Is the, uh, that's literally the Joe Rogan, Liver King, Michaela yeah. Peterson diet. Yeah, I did just that meat. just once, but it was like a lot of it. How'd you feel after? I mean... Probably disgusting. The bathroom is probably still fucked up. <laughs> Shit. This is like a year ago. Apparently, um, if you do that diet for like a month, or like the first two months, you feel like absolute shit. And then after that, you're supposed to start feeling better. Yeah, it's like a, it's a thing. Joe Rogan always does it every year. He does it once a month, or he does it for a month every year. And it's like, it's just red meat. Yeah, like no it's a vegetables. carnivore diet, he calls it. Like, what's yeah. the point, though? Why would you want to feel shitty for three well, months? Well, it's like, it's protein, right? Like, it's it's supposed to increase your strength. It's something about the mental aspect to it. I don't know if that's true. He might Maybe. just be him, you know, doing his thing where he just talks way too person. much about something. That's what Liver King talks about. Because Liver King's like, if you just live off the land and you only eat meat, um, like you're just gonna feel better. He's like it can cure depression, cancer. Mm-hmm. He's like making all these claims for an all meat diet. They claim that's like a biological thing because we used to only eat meat, right? Like you hunt for meat and that's all you eat. Well, I, which is a bar, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I don't know if that's necessarily true though, yeah. because mm-hmm. I believe we were hunter gatherers. Mm-hmm. So we yeah we hunted, but we also foraged like anything that we found growing. Yeah. So if you and if you look at our teeth, they're meant to eat meat and berries and various vegetation and stuff so How do you know that from our teeth because we have uh the our front teeth are cutting right you can you can bite off like flesh you can eat meat with your front teeth you bite off a piece of it mm-hmm. and then the molars in the back are meant for crushing so mm-hmm. in the back it's meant for uh like crushing up leaves and yeah shit. like uh, so huh? i've heard even like our canines like our front teeth that are meant for cutting there aren't as sharp obviously or like no meant as like other animals are for who actually eat meat who are carnivores like our teeth aren't really designed to eat large amounts of meat and stuff like and same with our digestive system it's more about eating like vegetables grains and stuff like that no we got we got textbook uh, omnivore mouths okay if you look at if you look at carnivores like uh if you even look at like a house cat they just got all like sharp teeth yeah cool Let's fun fact that. animal fact animal <laughs> facts <laughs> no but all the doctors say like um this all meat diet is fucking crazy like don't do it guys yeah well, i believe it i mean it, i did it for one meal kind of as a precaution to not waste food and it did i mean let's not do that again yeah that would not be fun yeah so uh kyle rittenhouse is starting a youtube channel is he really yeah how long till he gets kicked off youtube i don't think it's gonna be very long yeah i give it two weeks yeah he'll probably get canceled for depending what he uploads 
Like, True. who knows? He might actually keep it within the rules, but I don't know if he likes rules. No, I don't think he does. Yeah. No, this kid's literally famous for murdering people. Well, not murdering, but he's famous for killing people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, did you see, like, the reaction of the media after he was acquitted? Yeah. They were interviewing him and stuff. Like, Tucker Carlson and Steven Crowder were like, so what kind of girls do you like? Yeah, it's so weird because he's a teenager. He's a teenager who just killed people, and they're like, yeah, so uh, what gets your dick hard? <laughs> yeah. And he was For like, them, it's him. Literally, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I like I like a big booty. He's like, that's what I need. He did say big booty Latina, didn't he? He said something like that, yeah. How long ago was that? Like, what, three, three, four years? No, that was no, like that was two, not, not even two years uh, ago. That was really? In, yeah. Was that recent? It was middle of COVID, summer. That was in oh, yeah. 2020, I believe, hmm. in Kenosha. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, no, it was just weird. I find it weird that, like, he killed people, and then he was acquitted of it, and then they're just, like, interviewing him and asking him, like, these general questions that you ask celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, they're trying. To, they're kind of treating him like a celebrity, like, a, in, yeah. like a, you know, a big personality they want to take advantage of. It's also predatory because they're clearly just using him for money. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah. got him on because they know he's getting all the clicks right now from both sides. Mm. So they could just ask him the questions, do a normal interview, not get too in-depth, and just make all the money from it. Well, but for was... him, it was, like, this huge thing that would, you know, blow and make him a star. And I don't think they thought that either because as much as they probably want him to be a star, it's a little a little problematic for him to be famous. Oh, yeah. Famous. Like, well, after he, was, uh, after he went out on bail, he was in a bar drinking with uh, known white supremacists. So that's something, too, there. And then, like... I, his life is over from where it is right now. His life is definitely over as far as getting a normal job. Like the only job he can have right now is being some kind of spokesperson for the NRA or some kind of conservative political commentator. Yeah. Just right wing media. Yeah. That's it. Like, or he's going to, or he's going to run for Congress or something from uh, from a deep Southern state. He's going to get votes just for being Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy who shot people at the protest. Yeah. No, that's insane. That's the state of politics right now. Yeah, I want to talk, uh, I'll talk more about the guy who tattooed me. He's done uh, two tattoos on me now. He's he's fucking good. Mm. Like, you've seen them, they're pretty good tattoos. But this kid is 18 years old. He goes to Dal, mm-hmm. and he's tattooing like this, which is which is crazy. Yeah. He said, uh, he told me he started out at 14. <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah, he started tattooing in, uh, like, he's, I think it was like school bathrooms. <laughs> he's got like the really? Pete Davidson origin story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine being 14 years old, going to school, getting tatted up. You come home, hey, mom. <laughs> you I just have a there? neck tat. That's just a word that's misspelled. Like fully tatted. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I think I think he's going to be like a really big tattooer in the future. Yeah, like from what I've seen at 18 years old, he's going to be really, really good. He's doing some crazy fucking art, man. Yeah. They're also cool. evolving in general, like tattoos. Oh, They're yeah. becoming more three-dimensional. It's really cool. Mm. Yeah, people are getting more artistic. Yeah. It's like every other field, I guess, in creativity. It just keeps improving. I think as the uh, as the stigma around tattoos begins to kind of fade away, um, the industry for tattoos is evolving hmm. because there's more people going into it, more people getting them, so more chances to practice, more canvases and everything, mm-hmm. and that allows for a lot of innovation in mm-hmm. tattoos. Yeah. That's just true. Like with tattoos, just be, people being able to express themselves through like you know, their tattoos, their hairs, their body in general, their clothing they wear, and stuff like that has definitely come a long way. So it's cool. with tattoos, it's cool to see because... Hmm. No, I like that because like it's, I know we all have to. Well, yeah, we all have tattoos, especially you will. So like in the future, it won't be at that stigma of oh, you have tattoos, you won't be able to get a job. Or whatever. Yeah, right I mean, now that's, I'm super that's, marginalized. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is like crazy now. Like you'll go into a classroom in school, 
and you won't it's harder to find a person without a tattoo yeah. than people with I, it. I love it. Like it's great. It's to the see. next generation. Yep, like my grandparents are still talking about how yeah. you'll never get a job. Yeah. It's oh, like, what do you mean? The guy work. hiring me has more tattoos. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. Like, you know, my boss, like. he had a full arm sleeve. Yeah. Like, he was 30 years old. He was he kept moving up within the company. So Yeah. It's clearly not as, as impactful oh, anymore as it once was. Much more acceptable. I'll tell you yeah. what I don't like about tattoos is when you have a lot of them, people kind of know you for that. So they'll go up to you and they'll like, and these are people with no tattoos at all. And they just assume that you want to hear about their tattoo <laughs> ideas. And they're like, yeah, I want to get this and this and this. And there are people who have gone up to me with zero tattoos and they're like, yeah, I plan to get a whole sleeve on my arm. Okay, that's cool. I've been working on mine for five years now. <laughs> I mean, I just have like a patchwork kind of looking thing, like not even a sleeve. Yeah. I'm not even working on it. I've been, I've been getting tattoos on my thighs. <laughs> yeah, you're just going completely all over the map. Oh, yeah. It's always people with no tattoos who want to talk about it the most. <laughs> that's fair. It's like, cool, bro. I don't want to hear about it. And yes, I am gatekeeping tattoos right now. Absolutely. <laughs> no one else is allowed to get them yeah. from here on out, we've decided. Without our approval, you can't get yeah. it. Yeah. Imagine having like a one-of-one tattoo. Like the first person to ever have gotten a tattoo. Well, Ooh. I feel like the idea of tattoo has always been like around. The first person to ever get a tattoo was probably <laughs> born in the year 10,000 BC or something. Yeah, They've true. been tattooing forever. Yeah. Tattooing is older than like anything else in human history. But we could get like a memorabilia item of that. Of what? There of is. the first ever tattoo. We have we have evidence of super old tattoos. Um, there's that mummy that they pulled out of the ice in on the Switzerland-Austria border. Captain mm-hmm. America? No, it wasn't Captain America. <laughs> America didn't have tattoos. He was a perfect American. He was pure. But they, but they pulled this mummy out of the out of the ice somewhere in Europe, and uh, he was perfectly preserved with his skin and everything. And he had like a ton of tattoos. He was tatted up. Wow, that's sick. That's cool as fuck. They probably did have like a popularity at one point. Oh yeah, but like his meant something. Yeah, like he didn't go get his because he was like, "Hey, I got my GST check." His were like directions somewhere. His like for his religion or just like no whatever culture. Yeah, yeah, his definitely like like, battle tattoos. True stuff like that. Yeah, like his are definitely like this means I killed somebody or this means I know how to grow food or something. (laughs) Now white guys from Moncton just get teardrops and think they're the same thing. Oh my god! (laughs) I saw a teardrop recently in, in Halifax here at a gas station. Wow. I always wonder if they're legit. Like, you know... Like like they actually killed somebody? Yeah. Usually I'd say no. But then again, we probably walk by more murders than we think. That's I, true. I'd give them the benefit of the doubt, you know? I'd be like, yeah, I believe you killed somebody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't challenge them. I wouldn't no, go up no. to them and say, oh, is that real? Yeah. But, but like, what you just said there, like, it's kind of cool to think about the people we interact with, or even just, like, you know, walk by on the street. <laughs> like, not only maybe they did some pretty bad shit, maybe like, it's cool to know, like, there's stories. Everybody has. Oh yeah. Maybe they're all NPCs. Maybe they're not. You know, <laughs> right. But it's it's fun. That's what I do. I walk by people and I'm like, they don't know I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that, maybe that person also has a podcast and they're thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> so you have a magic credit card, and it never runs out of money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, you have unlimited money. Essentially. Okay. Uh, you know what do you what do you do with it? What do you buy? Ooh. But here's the thing, you can only use it as a credit card so you can only buy things you can buy with a credit card okay you can just buy everything with a credit card no you can't buy a house no not a house can't even buy a car i don't think people aren't like oh just the house today tap right here (laughs) you can use your your credit to you can use your credit but you still need to go to the bank it's a credit card so what i'm saying essentially is that you get unlimited money when it comes to like transactions at stores 
or mm-hmm. online orders, okay. stuff like that. But what if I do, um, what's a cash, not a cash back, but what do you use the credit card Cash for? advance. Cash advance. Can I do yeah. that? Mm. So I can get cash and go buy a house or something? Here's what you can do. You can buy things with your credit card and then you can return it for cash or hmm. yeah. whatever. Okay. Or well, you can buy, sell like, it. Plain. <laughs> what stores are selling planes <laughs> off the shelf, Logan? <laughs> you can... You can find someone. Somebody will hook you up with a plane for credit. Boeing just has a storefront. But you got to think more creatively. Planes and houses. Yeah. That's a tough question. Well, I'd probably go to like the Apple store first. Oh, yeah. It's because that's Apple just store. the easiest, right? Like that's the coolest things to buy. Pleasures and treasures. Yeah, true. Sex shops. I would clear them out of all their lube. I'd buy all the, I'd buy all the pet food and... All Halifax. I would force people to buy it from me only. Hogan <laughs> <laughs> monopolizes basic needs for animals. That's insane want, of you to if say. If you want your pet to survive, you go through me. Logan buys like, upscale all the- like crazy. Monopoly. Logan becomes like a pet food kingpin. People are coming in. They're like, I'm sorry, Don Logan. Like, please. My lo- Lord Logan, please spare some food. I'm like, like, people are food. literally just trying to feed their dog. And like, Logan's charging $94. For a scoop of cat of dog food, <laughs> a scoop. I like that. Like, I'm sitting on a throne of like chew toys and like dog food and stuff. And then you use that money from your business to buy a house. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. works. That makes more sense. It seems like a lot of extra steps and suffering than than is necessary. I just want to do. It <laughs> Logan just likes long. to control people. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Logan's like, I'm gonna buy all the pet food. I'm gonna make people bring their pets to me. I'm gonna walk out with peanut butter all over my job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's multiple benefits that come from this. So, I want to finish what I was going to say, though. I would go to the sex shop, buy all the lube, and I would make a slip and slide down Argyle Street. That'd that awesome. would be so fun. I'd be, like, yeah. drunk, two in the morning, going down a slip and slide. Oh, so much fun for the city. That's such a good idea. Yeah, but it's all it's all lube. I'd buy the Harbor Hopper. Oh, yeah. Where is, is the Halloween costume? A, is that for sale with a credit card? Can you buy that with a credit card? You could card? probably buy a Harbor Hopper with the credit card. Like a secondhand Harbor Hopper. A singular one? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I wouldn't I'll even let you it. have that one because it's creative. Yeah. I'll buy one. a bunch of like water slides and like slip and slides and do it on Citadel Hill. So just Will's slip. idea? Yeah, so, but better. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. No, mine's better because the thing about the lube slip and slide is you'll be going down and then the first 10 feet are normal. And the next 10 feet, you got this tingling sensation mm-hmm. and in the next 10 feet you got like a hot and cold kind of thing going on <laughs> yeah it'd be like a a slip and slide of different yeah. feelings you should mix it up like have like lube then have like eight five three five and like, <laughs> like hot and cold or have like eczema medication and like vicks bought a chest rub or yeah. whatever that and then have it all in slip and a slides. full like 20 feet of it will just be nair What's Nair? Nair is the it's the hair remover. Everybody comes out bald and they go faster on the slip and slide. <laughs> it's dope. I'll go down that slip and slide. You can open a whole water park like that. Like, lube based water park? Yeah. <laughs> a lube based <laughs> water park. <laughs> a lube park. Welcome to Turnover Lube Park. What would that be called? That would be called uh uh um, Slip Inside. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so good. I like that. So... I like that a lot. This is a this is a dirty podcast. Yeah. This one, this dirty. one's like we're uh, getting sticky. Oh god. <laughs> we got to keep it classy, but also um, vulgar also at the same vulgar, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. have to find that balance. Oh, here's 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 a fun topic. Do you guys ever have any uh, sexual encounters at school? Well, I called my teacher like mom once. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. <what> I... <laughs> Go on, that. 
<laughs> go on that. Okay, tell us. Tell us about it. Well, that's it. That's when I like handed my assignment. I was like, "Hey, mom." Also, that like was a this male was this high school or uh, that was like when I lived in Mount Uniacs, like elementary. Nice. Uh, that was like a female teacher, then I call my male teacher that my dad. <laughs> you did it, you did both. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys never done that? No. I've really? called um. I think I've called the teacher mom before, but the more embarrassing thing is I've come so close to calling a lot of the managers at my job's mom. Really? <laughs> because some of them I just identify with and I'm yeah. like, um, they'll tell me to do something or ask me something. I'm like, okay, mom. And then I cut myself off and I like stop myself. Yeah. At least you can catch yourself though. Cause it'd be really embarrassing if um, you call your coworker that or your manager. Oh, I would double down. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, mom. Mommy. <laughs> Mommy? Sorry. I'm like, yeah, that's just because I see you as a mother figure. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And I just, I double down on that. No, I think, <laughs> I always think that in an embarrassing situation, the best thing you can do is double down on it mm-hmm. and not like walk it back awkwardly. Mm-hmm. I agree. You have to really just kind of die with it and just go for it. Because I, I got this idea because I saw when we were in high school, there was this kid who was a year younger than us. And he went to ask this girl to the formal. Oh, my God. And he oh, no. asked her with a Bristol board sign in front of the entire class. And I, someone got this on video. That's how brutal that was for this kid. So it's on video, and he walks into the class with this Bristol board sign asking this girl to formal. And she just kind of, like, looks at him awkwardly. And she, like, kind of shakes her head like, no. And I had trouble watching this, like, yeah. when it came out. You, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the least she could have done is say yes, and then go say no after. Like she didn't say a word. She just shook her head. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that. I kind of think, like, if it's a no, it's a no, you know? I, I, I disagree. I think if the guy's putting himself out there like that, and, you know, is actually built up the mental strength to go do that, which is extremely tough to do. We've all done it. Like, even just in private with one other person, like, it's not enjoyable it's like it's awkward even if you know that the answer is going to be yes but here's the thing you're you're putting it out in public mm-hmm. and you're taking you're putting it in public so you're kind of cornering her in a sense you know yeah because i don't i wouldn't want her to say yes because she feels the pressure of everybody else there to avoid an awkward situation mm-hmm. so i think if you choose to do it in public then you know you get that public no that's a little yeah. that's a little bit on you at least mm-hmm. you gotta bear the consequences yeah. that's fair there was a video this weekend that came out um of a guy proposing to his fiance or i don't know what and i guess it no. wasn't fiance at a hockey game an nhl game and she he gets down on one knee literally in front like what twenty thousand people at a hockey game yeah one gets down on one knee she literally just like looks at him like gave him like a finger like not the finger Ooh. but like pointed right at him yeah and then just walked away really yeah and then I he guess. just sat back down and drank his beer honestly I don't but he did it like with his shirt off and like no. it was like a it like a gym bro romantic. yeah, yeah it was weird yeah i don't get why people propose at like uh sports event like sports games like that's just not the right it's, setting. it's cheesy i find it cheesy it's also just mm-hmm. like how is that very romantic it's just like, mm-hmm. so like overdone as well yeah. and it's just not a good way to do it also yeah. half the time at a sports game like that's something that the guy wants to do as an activity mm-hmm. right like i'm not trying to like stereotype here but that's usually yeah. what it is right yeah. like girls like oh yeah i'll come with you to the baseball game and then you do like you were supposed to do stuff like that the places yeah. where either are known to be very romantic or a place mm-hmm. that she loves exactly yeah. or like i do want to has re- re- uh, meaning to both of you yeah exactly i want to finish my larger point that i was making <laughs> about um like public embarrassment yeah because that kid who was a year younger than us he embarrassed himself in public and that video got airdropped to the whole school <laughs> So that was like, that was really tough, but I would have had so much respect for him if he came back to that same class the next day, same sign, 
and just ask a different girl. Dude, that's I, such a power move. I think that would have been crazy. a power move. You should have asked the you teacher. Know? Yeah, that's, oh that's how you God. do it. Probably got suspended. <laughs> if I was the teacher in that situation, I wouldn't know how to go on with class. Yeah. You know, I'd just be like, okay, everybody, turn your books to page. Fuck, I can't do this. You know? <laughs> He's a roasting the kid. <laughs> yeah, I just bully him. That same kid, though, remember, he had a party. I think that same year, like, two, like after we graduated. Okay, maybe. now everybody who went to VMH is gonna know what we're talking about. But go ahead. Well, I, I, don't care. I, don't yeah, that's true. I don't care. That's true. He literally does. Everyone does it now. Yeah. I don't but anyway, care. I think it might be natural graduates. Remember, my brother was saying he went to it. Um, he had a party by like everybody in Moncton. Like, everybody. Yeah, I don't, yeah. We didn't go because I think we we're yeah we we're out of high school by then, so we're too old. But a bunch of people went. Apparently, like, somebody stole his somebody stole his cat. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody killed his goldfish. Somebody, like, ate his fish. That's what no, I heard. No, my brother told me the goldfish is skewered on a pencil on the front lawn. That's, That's insane. That is some psycho shit. Whoever did yeah. that, like, grew up to be some sort of serial killer. And his house got trashed, and it was just a mess. And I apparently got, like, disowned by his parents. Dude, that's some crazy... Like, what kind of fucking psychos are you inviting to your party who's going to skewer your goldfish? Yeah. One of these kids went into his parents' room... Found his mom's vibrator and put it in his fucking ass. I heard about that, too. That is so fucked. That's what happens, though, when someone invites a bunch of people that don't like him. That don't like you. To a party. If they don't like you, of course, they're not going to respect your house, dog. Mm -hmm. But I respect it because he's trying to make people like him. Like, that's what it was for. I know. That's what makes me sad is that, like, this was just a huge bid for popularity you know yeah that, that abstract concept yeah which popularity. is its own which is its own issue but it, I, I feel bad for that for sure like i wouldn't one i don't have the balls to throw a party anyway because of stuff like that two to be able to do that with a bunch of people that you don't know if they like you at all mm-hmm. and you don't know what the repercussions could be of having a party like that yeah, that's like that's respect yeah i mean if you have a party like you know i had a couple parties in high school if you do that invite people you know or just make sure you know how to control it you know, don't do it out of the, like, the desperation of, oh, I'm going to get popular or whatever it is. Just do it because you want to, because it's fun. Oh, well, yeah. Your friends. That's the thing. If you throw it with the intent of getting popular, then that's what's going to lead to you letting people just disrespect your house and your and your goldfish and your mom. <laughs> your goldfish. <laughs> and, and your, your mom. <laughs> and your cat. Jeez. And also by doing that to your mom, that's also disrespecting the dad. Yeah. True. That's exposing the dad. Yeah. Exposing the whole family. What does he expose the whole family? <laughs> yeah, basically. I guess it was already out there, so. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. I, I think he, he just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I knew he was going to go one of two ways. He's either going to just kind of fall off, like, existence, or um, end up with a kid. Yeah. Oh. Because there's a, there's a lot of people like that who I was like, okay, I know you're, you're going to have a kid in, like, two years. Oh, the majority so, of them no. did end up with a kid. Yeah. There were some surprises, though, with some people. Yeah. But, but overall, looking back on my Facebook now, like, when I go on Facebook, there's always a new kid from high school that is having a kid. I mean, good for them if they if you want a kid. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Not yeah, for me. I mean, if you're ready for it and you want to do it, absolutely go for it. Like, I want a kid one day, absolutely, just not right now. But if you feel like you're in the right moment in time, you have the, you're able to support it, go for it. Like, absolutely. Logan but, probably has a kid right now. That's maybe. True. <laughs> Somewhere out there. Honestly, though, like, if, it, if some... If I found out I had a kid, I would, I would take care of him or her. I would hope. Yeah, like no, like I would be like, I wouldn't be like, also, I'd be shocked, like oh my god, but yeah. I, so, I, what if you found out that you have a kid, and your kid is like five years old? I would, if the mother's like not present or something, I would definitely like step in, like hey, like no, I'm gonna help take care of this kid and make do the best for for it and make sure it turns out well. Yeah. Um. If 
if you have a kid and you find one, can we raise it together Absolutely. as like two guys? Absolutely. Like a two and a half men kind of situation. <laughs> I call Charlie Sheen. Okay. <laughs> Why Charlie Sheen? Because he's like his lifestyle? Because I have memorable. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that, that, do you imagine? That's basically what we did with Nelly, like my dog. Can I be like, Ashton Kutcher that comes in in the late seasons? Yeah, that means I die and then you come in and replace me. Wait, does oh, Charlie Sheen die in that show? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He yeah, well, they, but they, he also, had to, like, they, had, they had to get rid of him. Yeah, he was causing some problems shoes. off yeah. scene. Yeah. I don't know how they really killed shoot. him off, though. <laughs> I don't remember how they killed him off. I, I don't remember either. I just know they replaced him with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. I did watch that whole show. Like, really? I really enjoyed that show. I never watched it. It was on Amazon Prime. I think it was when I first got Amazon Prime. I was like, oh, two and a half men? Yeah, let's I just do finished it. Breaking Bad, actually, uh, yesterday. Yeah, so there's a whole other show Logan can spoil for everybody. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> worry. Well, I know now not to, uh, to make sure I think before what I say. I was so disappointed that throughout the whole five seasons of Breaking Bad, at no point does Walter White say, it's time to cook Jesse. Yeah, like, he doesn't never. Say it. It's in all, like, all the memes, and he doesn't say it. Yeah. Really? He doesn't say the exact words, it's time to cook Jesse. So it's just a made-up meme? Yeah, it's just like a made-up like, He says, like, you know, let's cook and stuff like that. We never says the full thing. Hmm. But there's some good lines, like, uh... I'm Skylar White, yo. Yeah. Or it's... That's a, that's, a, that's a great point, Walt. Why fuck Ted Beneke? <laughs> that's not a line in the show. It's a meme. But... <laughs> well, there's something like that. She just said, like, yeah. I fuck Ted Beneke. No, they're, uh... Or, um... Walt's being, like, a bit of a... A bit of an abusive, toxic husband. And he's making dinner. And over the salad bowl, um, Skylar just looks at him and she's like... Fuck Ted. Yes, that's it. Yeah, we didn't like Skyler. We don't like Skyler. Yeah, not, she had, she was the most unlikable character of any TV show I watched. I would agree with that. Yeah, like, unlikable characters. That's a good unlikable character. Yeah. Hmm. Like, like now why, I need to think. Why won't you yeah. just let your husband oh, cook? Oh, I have a good yeah. answer. Lewis Lit from Suits. Who? Lewis Lit. No, from I think Suits. I, I kind of liked him towards the end. There's he had some moments. He did get better, but for the first like, oh, four bad. seasons, he was unbelievably shitty. Yeah. I think he's one of those characters who starts out like a dick, mm-hmm. and then you slowly grow to like them throughout the uh, the TV show. Mm-hmm. He did have great character development, and they did a good job kind of making him more of a main part part of the show towards mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. So you started to learn a lot more about like his actual life in it. That show made me fall in love with Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle and the secretary, Donna. Donna. Yeah, she was great. They're both Dude, great. Dude, Suits characters. was yeah. so powerful, it brought down the British monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. such a good show. And that show, by the way, has the best pilot episode of every, any TV yeah, show. I, I, I could agree with that. When Mike is writing, he's cheating on the law exam. But yeah. then what happens? He gets... Is that the one he gets? He gets... Like, the interview with uh, with Harvey? He, he doesn't get an interview, so he's... Well, yeah. No, he's running from the cops, but this is a different thing. Um, He cheats on the law exam. He mm-hmm. escapes from the examiner who's suspicious of him. Yeah. And then in a separate scene, he's delivering marijuana to a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cops are on to him. He figures it out because he's one of those beautiful brain rain man people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he just runs and he ends up at this uh, at this interview to be Harvey mm-hmm. Specter's associate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just, from there, he wows yeah. him with his, uh, with his crazy he was, brain. He was already wearing the suit and everything to go do it. So yeah. he blended in at the interview. And then Donna, who was vetting the candidates, would basically tell Harvey yes or no because Harvey trusted her. So she would like look at him and give him a certain look depending on on the the person that came in, and if she was shaking her head to like like she was for everyone, he wouldn't hire them no matter what they said. And then he came in and basically the story was like, no, I'm running from the cops. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love it. And it she gave so uh, she gave Harvey the nod, and uh, he like tested him, and because he's so smart, he knows the whole 
he knows all the exams. He knows the whole what is it, the law, the book? LSAT, like the whole book. <laughs> yeah, like he read he read um like the law the law handbook or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and, and could just, like recite word for word. Yeah, yeah, he just knew everything. Yeah, that, that show though is one of those shows that went on for too long. I think long. when Mike Ross yeah. left the show, his night character left. They should have ended it right there. Yeah, and they had a cringy second proposal, like you know, like marriages when another person proposes at a wedding. Yeah, they had one of those at the end too. Did they? No. Yeah, like hmm. after Mike Ross left the show. Like, yeah, like it was the very last episode. I'm kind of a fan of those the uh, the I object kind of thing. I know that's not exactly what you're talking yeah. about, but when people disrupt a wedding, <laughs> and they're like, "Stop! Don't marry him! I'm in love with you," you know, like yeah. it happened on Grey's Anatomy. I did it so many times in the summer <laughs> because I worked at the hotel. So we had weddings there like every day and I knew where they were, right? You can't stop me. I'm there all the time. So I objected to probably like a hundred different weddings at the nice. hotel. Just barges in. I'd burst in like, stop. You can't marry him. <laughs> like, who are you? Like, I'm not in love with your bride. I just don't want anybody to be happy. <laughs> I'm here to ruin everything. I just don't believe in happiness. I don't want people to fall into the marriage trap. No, I'm not a I'm not a believer in monogamy. <laughs> I'm not a big monogamy guy. I'm just not a big marriage guy. I don't think. No, I want you married. One day. I think it's I think it causes. Yeah, Logan more has problems. to say that. <laughs> he can't. Logan can't be on here and be like, I'm never getting married. I don't even want to have a girlfriend right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I no, I very much want that whole like you know marriage and family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Logan wants the American dream. Canadian dream. <laughs> yeah, but in yeah the American dream in Canada. Logan wants to be an NPC. No, 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 no. Logan wants to go to work every day till five. Ew. No, wants I'll to drive you. home, feed Logan, his kids. Logan will get married and he'll have the whole nuclear family and everything. But then, on his fifty on his fiftieth birthday, he will get a cancer diagnosis and he will decide that he doesn't want to leave his family with absolutely nothing. So he will start cooking meth with <laughs> one of his old students from high school. Yeah, exactly. Or old yeah. classmates like Will. But Will, it's time to cook. <laughs> I'll cook math with you. Thank you. I don't care. Wherever I am in my life, I'll cook math with you. I appreciate it. I could be fucking president. I'd be like, yep, let's do it. Dude, that would be let's the perfect like system. We have a dis- distribution system and everything. If you're the president, yeah, we get some inside connections. And- well, that's basically what happened in like the 70s when the government was distributing crack through. Oh, yeah. Underprivileged neighborhoods. Yeah, that's true. That's what exactly what you guys can do. Look at that. We. Oh, my God. I can be Nixon. <laughs> holy shit this is... I get to be Nixon <laughs> I get to be Nixon Logan gets to be the CIA it's perfect oh it's all falling into place what do you want to be Parker uh I'll be color be commentating guy... basketball games <laughs> <laughs> yeah speaking about like Mike Ross and uh stellar job interviews mm-hmm. most of the stuff on my resumes for jobs and stuff is fabricated is that something you want to say on a podcast I'll say that on the podcast <laughs> absolutely like Mine's what's, what's fabricated like what it's like i can juggle no. <laughs> stuff like uh there's no such thing as the colson baker lifetime achievement award oh <laughs> who's so colson baker he's, he's colson baker's machine gun kelly's real name <laughs> Wait, is that on your resume i can show you no way yeah. oh my god that's the one thing i never i would never lie on my resume i haven't put i haven't put that on like jobs i care about yeah but like jobs that i just it's just like a summer job or something for money that i'm not actually invested in i'll put that on there that's hilarious because like i feel like they just kind of like scan your resume they just kind of scan over your application they don't actually like read it in depth 
So like I'll put like I'll put bullshit stuff on there. That's true. Because just yeah, look, only look, oh, give a quick overview, look at the main points, then move on. So. And what are they gonna do? Are they gonna call up Machine Gun Kelly and be like, "Hey, did you really give this guy this award?" No, and then Machine Gun Kelly's a cool enough guy. He'd probably say, "Yeah, he won." Yeah, that. He, yeah, he'd be like, "Yeah." But they'll ask you an interview. So uh, what's the Colson Baker Award? Yeah, yeah they haven't that. asked me that. I, I figured it out because. I've, of all the job interviews I've ever done, I don't think I've ever been asked about anything on my resume. Really? No. I did. I United, like, at United Rentals, I did. Yeah. Like, they asked you me. You ever had an interview? They asked like, oh, like um, your past work experience or your or your education. Well, Maybe. they would ask me stuff about my past work experience, but they wouldn't explicitly refer to anything that was on there. Like uh, if I was interviewing at the hotel. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't say um, something like, tell us about a situation that happened uh, when you were working at Cineplex. Okay. No, they would just ask for a situation from a previous job. Yeah. So that's what got me thinking, like, they don't really look at your resume so deeply. Hmm. So it really, like, having a made-up award doesn't increase your chances so much. Mm -hmm. But it gives it a little thing to put there, like a space filler almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've put, like, made-up awards. I've put made-up volunteer work on my resumes. Yeah. I definitely yeah. exaggerate the volunteer work a little bit, yeah. but I just did an interview. So like I went through that. It's yeah. uh, every company has a very similar question sheet. Yeah. It's like, uh, here are our values. What's the most important and why? It's so standardized. Yeah. And I don't like it because I feel like they're not looking for real humans. No. You know what I mean? Like they don't want real people. It feels more like they want like these rule following robots who are going to be which is a, which is a job essentially like yeah. you well, are you're applying to sell your labor as a wage slave under capitalism. <laughs> I think that's which I won't get into right now. But. <laughs> Let's not let Will get passionate here. No, we shut me down right now. <laughs> I've applied for some like research jobs, which are a little. I care about them more than uh, than you know my job at the hotel or the movie theater. So obviously I didn't put the Colson Baker <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award on that resume. Lifetime Achievement. I put the real one. It'd been funnier if you called it the Machine Gun Kelly lifetime. <laughs> I feel like that would have that would have gotten flagged. They would have caught that one and been the like, "Take us hey. to my Downfall Award." <laughs> so you attended a Downfalls High. What's Hustlers University? Oh my god! <laughs> graduate. Imagine putting graduate oh, from Hustlers honors. University. <laughs> reference. Please contact Andrew Tate. Major <laughs> yeah. in Bugatti. Oil. Please reference Top G. Top G. Dude. He's like kind of gone now. No, right? he's gone. Yeah. Which is deplatforming works. I hate to say it, but yeah. it, it works. You yeah. know, they kicked him off socials because he was a disgusting misogynist. Yep. And it fucking worked. He's nothing now. Yeah. That's a really good example of, yeah, just kind of. All he's got is his MLM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hustlers University, baby. <laughs> what even is like people enroll in it and you just, yeah. it's just, yeah. You know, and they, right, they so. think that they're growing it. It's literally just they're paying to post his content. It's yeah. insane. That's yeah. what they say. Is they they say post as much Andrew Tate as you yeah. can. And then if you get more followers because of it, then you move up higher. But you still don't make money. No, you don't. It just it's the basic MLM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, who makes all the money is Andrew Tate. Yeah, because yeah. he can claim all the videos you post because exactly. it's him. It's insane that people were actually following that. He's got such a weird cult following mm-hmm. because like there is there is tangible real stuff that makes him a bad person like and i'm not talking about like what he says because what he says obviously makes him a bad person mm. but like he fucking moved to romania because he said in romania it is harder to prosecute sexual assault like yeah. he moved there because he's like i'm less likely to be uh charged with sexual assault in romania mm. and he's been an investigated for human trafficking him and his mm-hmm. brother 
Like he's an he's a genuine bad dude, but like these Andrew Tate stands don't want to hear it. Yeah, they're exactly. just like, what colors you Bugatti? Top G. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like with stuff like that, and just those things in general, people who really believe in something or think something's right, they only they might see something that's wrong, but they won't acknowledge it. They only look for stuff that backs up their own opinion and their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. They see like five things that's against it, but one thing that's with their views, like, oh yeah, that's. That's right. That's what you. What that's what. Uh, that that's your bias. Yeah. yeah. You uh you kind of gravitate towards what is comfortable for you and what fits your narrative. Exactly. Yeah. Like you don't want to see any sort of opposing views. You just want to see what you think. Oh, I get that feeling totally. But I get it in like sports. Like yeah, well, I don't want to know. That's unharmful. That's like, yeah. I try to is. combat that um, by watching copious amounts of Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I have him down pat. Yeah. Do you have no. a, Do you have an impression? Oh yeah. Let's ben go. Shapiro is easy. It is kind of all you got to do to be Ben Shapiro is pretend to be a racist robot toddler, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear. Let's hear your impression. Okay, give me something to talk about. It's Ben Shapiro. I gotta. I gotta talk about something. Uh, give me a cap- random capitalism. Problem. No, it can't be political. Because he lost yeah. more specific. It's gotta no. Give me something non-political because it'll be more funny if it's not political. Favorite Family Guy quotes is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now let's say that hypothetically that when Peter falls down and hits his knee, he goes, "Ah, ah." That is the best <laughs> quote in Family Guy. Now, I can empirically prove to you that that is the best quote in Family Guy. But the liberal left will tell you that it is not the best quote in Family Guy, and that is pure garbage. It is completely ridiculous, and this is just a complete... Okay, I can't go from there. That was, no, that was, that was awesome. Perfect. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> family Guy. Oh, speaking of Family Guy, I just kind of made like a reference. So last night... I kind of want to do my Tucker now. Yeah, we'll, go, go. we'll get to that. Okay, but like, yeah. last night, we are coming back from uh, Ashlyn's friend's house... And we saw, we're back at her apartment, and we saw through the window of one of her neighbors, they had, like, a Minecraft cereal box. They all point, like, oh, like, look at that. <laughs> no, the episode of Family Guy, where um, Peter's, like, oh, somebody has something. He's, like, oh, man, that guy's so boss. Remember that? Oh, what I'm um, talking about? yeah, Chris is sitting, I don't, I hate that I have an eidetic memory of this <laughs> show, but Chris is sitting in the back of an ambulance, and he goes, look, Dad, a Camaro. And he, Peter goes, oh, that guy must be so boss. Yeah, I, I saw that <laughs> Minecraft cereal box. And like with all of them, I was like, man, that guy's so boss. And none of them got it. They don't watch Family Guy. But <laughs> Family Guy is like a, a, basically just like a five-year range of people around our age. Only guys mm. know every quote yeah. from Family Guy and oh, no one else does. I only started watching it, though, in like university. Cause it was, I watched like, it like late high school. With like Cameron and like you, Will, like living in on Tower Road. We sort of always watch it sometimes. I wouldn't say it's only guys. I've watched Family Guy with girls before. Yeah. Like I've walked into a room and girls are watching Family Guy. Yeah, I guess. Well, this is a good background show. You throw it on. But guys were invested in Family Guy. A little bit. Yeah, I was following the lore and everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was part of like the fan clubs. I was the, reviewing it on IMDb after every episode. <laughs> We have a spin-off podcast. We just review Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, we just watch Family Family watching Family Guy live with the Turnover podcast. I want to do a spin-off where I just review Frozen Pizza. I think it'd be fun. I really want it to be political on this podcast because I just got a DM from somebody, like a, a reply to my story, and they were like, "What's Zionism? I've never heard of it." And what? I was I I really want to go in on it because I love that. I love when people ask me about political stuff when I <laughs> post it on my story. Well, let's break it down. You know, we just had a pretty unserious topic there with Jamal. No, that's fine. But... I. I'm saving this all for my spinoff podcast. Okay. <laughs> but that's my favorite thing to do is post like uh, unabashedly leftist stuff on my Instagram story hmm. and then have people. My second favorite thing is when people DM me and ask me what it means and like what it's about because I love that opportunity to kind of educate people. But my first favorite thing is when people DM me to debate me. That's mm-hmm. true. You've seen, you've shown me some pretty good debates with people you've had. 
Yeah, um, a lot of the a lot of those guys from our high school, our old high school, have DM'd me. A lot of them have been like, you know, I'll post something leftist. Uh, mostly, mostly it's the anti-nationalist, anti-cop stuff, and they will slide into my DMs looking to debate. Yeah. And here's the thing, like, I am biased in my retelling of this, but I kind of destroy them because <laughs> I'm a little bit different. I'm not so much different. I'm a little bit different than the. Uh, than the people who just post infographics without knowing about it. Because mm-hmm. I kind of come at them with, like, my extensive research and writing on these topics. That is true. You do, like, your major in school, like, you, like, like part of your education is those topics. My major is social justice warrior, blue hair, leftist there liberal. You <laughs> so you have quite a bit of knowledge to back up your opinions and what you share on your Instagram and stuff like that. So, so no, I love it when that happens because, like, they come at me and I'm like, all right, bro, let's, let's do this. But I'm just <laughs> warning you, all my information does not come from... Uh, r slash centrist okay logan yes you have to kiss a family member on the lips <laughs> or the entire universe explodes and ceases to exist what do you do you know my answer what is it the world's gone Ugh. ceases to exist no more damn logan's too scared of incest well no, i know like it was a natural it. occurrence people just used to have sex with each other because they were close and the Not stigma. Not anymore for a good reason, I think. This, this is the message from the Turnover Podcast and the stigma around incest. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. That should be our slogan. <laughs> Normalize incest. Let's do it. All right, you're here first. I this love the goalers. Better. You know about the goalers? Dream blunt rotation. <laughs> the the goal- Oh, my God. The goalers. Wait, share that. What's that story? So the goalers are a family from, not necessarily Wolfville. They're from, like, up on the cliff. Um... But I got like Valley. They're from the Valley. Yeah. They've been there forever. Like, I'd say, I don't know how long, but like hundreds of years at this point. They live, they have a compound up in the mountain. Um, and the entire family is incestuous. So, like, the grandfather has sex with, like, as soon as they become of age to have babies. At least he waits. With the family. Is this, like, known? Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a news yeah. story on it. Global News did a story on it. It's, like, a 30-minute video. It's wow. quite impressive. Um, they interviewed one of the guys. He's, like, he's not necessarily defending it. He's just saying, like, well, this is our way of life. This is how our families live forever. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. But they're all very clearly a result of incest. Yes. Like, all, you like, can really see it in them, yeah. the way they talk, the way they move. Um, but, like, their kids are, like, in public schools. Yeah. In the I mean, area. I mean, there's no reason why they can't be in public yeah, schools. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like maybe. Bullied, that's how you but... know that people are creepy when they live on a compound. True. Yeah. That's the thing. Because you know who lives on compounds? Neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. Inbred people. Mm-hmm. Bad guys from movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? They could be all three. Dude, who yeah. Knows? Fucking Scientologists have a compound. Like with Tom Cruise, just the head of it. Just... There's so many more celebrities that are like that are Scientologists than I even knew. Really? Like when I started looking it up, yeah, like uh, John Travolta is a Scientologist. Huh. He, or at least he was. I don't know if he still yeah. is. He probably still is. You don't leave that shit. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to leave that. No. Shit. <laughs> but um, you know, uh, do you know the guy from that '70s show, Danny Masterson? Okay. Didn't someone just die from that '70s show? I think Not a comedian died today. That was in that. Sorry, oh, unrelated. Lee, Lenny. Uh, I don't know. What, yeah. yeah, he was in that show. But keep going. Um, Danny Masterson from that '70s show, who was charged with uh, charged with rape, he's a he's a rapist, mm-hmm. but he he's a Scientologist too. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, his sister Alana Masterson, who was on The Walking Dead, but they're both Scientologists. On The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Yep, she was uh, Tara on The Walking Dead. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Wow. They're uh, they're siblings and they're Scientologists and they weren't even raised that way. Like hmm. their, their dad came out and he said like I'm estranged from my kids. Scientology took them away from me. Well, yeah, it's just a cult. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's why one of Tom Cruise's wives left him to save their kids from Scientology. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's a Tom Cruise had it going for him too. Yeah, well, he still, still kind of does. Like, that's fair. He still kind of does. I don't I don't like him for like the reasons that he's kind of creepy you know i find him really weird yeah i don't like him but like i have acknowledged he's kind of like a badass he does everything he flies <laughs> yeah. planes he can like hold his breath for like 10 minutes underwater he can fucking drive anything he can do anything he's crazy he but does like, all his own stunts too right that's stunts. like a big part of his persona yeah. is that he does everything like in, in the new top gun movie they, he flew the jets they all flew the jets like they're actually flying them like, if you told cool. me that tom cruise was actually a sociopath who's been murdering people for decades i would not be surprised Yes, I also agree with that too. Like, he is probably not the best guy, but he just does cool stuff. Because, <laughs> like, Logan forgives serial killers if they do something. <laughs> if they can solve a Rubik's Cube, yeah. Logan's okay with it. I mean, that's kind of the way our, our culture is now. We are yeah. big serial killer forgivers. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they get a Netflix documentary out, they get oh, Zac yeah. Efron to play him in a movie, yeah, and true. we're like, hey, serial killer thirst. Yeah. It's yeah, serial it killer weird. season. People are fanboying over Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, because people are like, you know, this guy's hot. You know, yeah. but also no one knew what he actually looked like from our time. Like, there's well, we have pictures, but like he's. What do you mean they didn't know what he looked like? No, I guess that's bad. Bad point. <laughs> but like they'd see him as Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because it's but, cultural. Like our culture knows him as Zac Efron, which is weird to think about it that well, way. I knew him before the. I knew him before that yeah. came out because I had an unhealthy obsession with serial killers. Yeah, you so did I, the rabbit hole thing. Yeah, like I knew yeah. what he looked like, and I knew like in uh, serial killer standards, he was definitely more attractive than. A lot of the other ones, like Jeffrey Dahmer, John mm-hmm. Wayne Gacy. Mm-hmm. But what like, do you think? A lot of the motivation is behind that serial killer. Do you think it's insecurities? Like, are they? I mean, we all have insecurities, but we're not out there fucking murdering people. No, it's a yeah. deep-seated uh, psychological imbalance problem. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they're sociopaths. They're narcissists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're unable to just feel connections with other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, feel like they have to do like a certain act to get like fulfillments or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. I always just kind of thought of it as like a lack of attention at one point. Well, that's definitely for some people. It's definitely the cause. Yeah. For some, maybe part of the reason, but not the full thing. But they actually uh, they did a study, and in the business world, a lot of businessmen are actually sociopaths. Oh, I believe that. Apparently, that is a character trait that helps you in the corporate world. Yeah, it makes so much that. sense. Well, it's helped because sociopaths they tend they're, they're the people you see at work who like always always like are able to kind of like you know manu- like maneuver the way around problems they're all the sweet talk people and they can move mm-hmm. up the ranks and always like talk well to boss and like get up you know keep mm-hmm. moving up and getting promotions so. well that's what they do right because they, they don't think about secondary feelings or emotions so they'll they'll talk sweet to you and then they'll go to your boss and mention how shitty of a thing they said about the boss exactly. right that's that's how it works people as humans see people as tools of yeah moving forward and progressing yeah. which i can see the benefits to it like i can see why so many people that are successful are likely like that yeah i mean it makes sense i mean it doesn't it's still wrong but it makes sense mm-hmm. i don't see people as people no you know what i see you guys as what podcast hosts that's true <laughs> you know what I, I go out and we'll see people on the street you know what i see podcast mm. listeners listeners this episode of the turnover podcast is brought to you by hockey canada Covering up more than L'Oreal since 1968. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey memory. Canada, the Catholic Church of Canadian sports. <laughs> Did you know that I'm actually seven foot four? Really? Yeah. I can't confirm that. Yeah. That's crazy. 
It's a, it's like an optical illusion. I'm just always in the, uh, I'm always in the foreground, so I appear a little bit shorter. Yeah. Or no, the background. I don't know which, which one it is. The but foreground, you look taller. Yeah. Um, I'm just always in whatever space of the scene that makes me look shorter. So. Well, this is a grower, not a shower, so we kind of shot on other people. When just me, when just me and him, now we go to the seven foot four. When Will gets horny, he actually grows in legitimate inches. <laughs> like he just grows in height. Okay, here's a here's something. If you're so this uh, this guy, he's a he's a ten, ten okay. out of ten. Yeah. But he's five three. Okay. What's his rating? Uh, four out of ten. Yeah, like very below five. Damn, you guys are ruthless. <laughs> what does he do? Ride horses? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's actually probably a legitimate jockey if he's five. Well, if he's a jockey, he brings it back up. True. That he means he can ride. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. What? We know jockey's respectable. No, but Parker had a good joke there. Oh, what did you say, Parker? He said he can ride. <laughs> right over Logan's head. Whoosh. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him. Nothing goes over my head. I'm but really, guys, like that cuts his rating in half? Oh, oh worse yeah. than that. If he's 5'3? I out. think if you ask the average girl, height is like the first thing. Damn. That's thought about. Well, even if, like for me, like if I see a short dude, like I mean to think, oh, that guy, like. That guy's nothing. Do you know what I do like doing? What? Walking by a short guy with his girlfriend. <laughs> and looking down And looking on him. straight down at them. Very oh. disrespectful, but it's quite the time for me. You look at him, you're like, you're a five. I look at it more like if I wanted to, I probably could. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that we do know some, like, I, we know some, we know there's one guy I'm thinking of that's like five, four, and like he's eight, ten out of ten. Really? Yeah. That's kind of sus, Logan. Do I know him? Yeah, we all know. All right, Logan thinks. Well, he's, a, a, he's he, like he's like a guy. He definitely like you know. He, all right, he you're, if girls. you're the guy out there that Logan has this crush on, please contact <laughs> us. We'd love to have you on. No, but there's a guy I'm thinking of that. Oh no, he's like a good-looking dude, even though he's shorter. But it may, he's athletic, so it makes up. No, short. that's what I mean. But yeah, and then would you say that he is a five? That's true. Well, I guess yeah, it's true. If it's ten out of ten, and you got everything else going for you, then maybe you're still high up there. Here's the thing. Um. Of course, I'm not a fan of the uh, of the whole rating system and scale yeah. and everything, because attractiveness is subjective, so it's completely arbitrary in my opinion. But I do I believe that every single guy I talk about guys because I don't <laughs> I don't want to rate girls because yeah. I'm not a fan of that at all. But um, I think every single guy out there has the potential to be at least a seven on this arbitrary scale That's of true. rating. You give a guy a good haircut, get him like somewhat good shape and have him good good style, you're mm-hmm. baseline seven out of ten. Like mm-hmm. No, that's what I mean. Like you find yeah, you get a good haircut, um, you find a, a beard kind of style that works for you. You know, you start wearing uh, clothes that work for you, you know, you find your look and you're you're a seven. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's true. If you or you remain being super ugly and just get filthy rich. That also works. Money or you find what works yeah. for you. Yeah. The two gateways to uh, being the most attractive person ever. <laughs> it's true. But that's also just a... That just shows that guys are more shallow, right? Like True. For girls, we expect like a certain amount of looks. Whereas girls, like you just... You got you to gotta be yourself. And usually they like that. Yeah. My uh, my ex-girlfriend told me it was a four. Really? Yeah. You're not a four, dude. I, I haven't told... Dude, I've you're only, not a four, dude. I've dude, only told... Dude, the, you're, 10 10, dude you're like, so uh, hot, man. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm full. <laughs> no, uh, no, seriously. I haven't, I haven't told, like, a lot of people about it. But, like, we were having a genuine conversation. And she was like, I think you're a four. 
Really? Yeah. That just hurt. That's just not nice. And here's the thing: I stayed with her for like months after that. Oh, dude, like that's you've got to know I was like, worth, I was man. like, I can convince her that I'm not a four. She was also like, I don't know why I was with this girl. She was transphobic and homophobic too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And, and so she, she was a four. You know, um, her personality, I'd say, made her a four. Yeah, for sure. She's super. She was a turf. She was a swerf. She was all of it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Keep your head high, Kang. Keep your head high. You're, You're a good-looking good. man. You're no, much wanted. Well, I knew at that time, I was like, there's no way I'm a four. You know, she said it to me, and I think it might have been because she was just mad at me, maybe. But I was like, there's no way I'm a four. <laughs> you know? I was like, and then wait, who's worse? Is the person who's a four or the person who's dating the four? Right? True. true. Right? I was like, there's no way, if you thought I was a four, there's no way you'd still be with me. That's true. true. You know? That's also something, I was talking about this recently, but that's something that I've noticed in Canada, especially like where we live, is there is a lot of unattractive guys with really good looking girls. Like, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a ratio thing, like there's just more attractive girls. Yeah, that's which is probably that's what true. I think. Yeah. So, like, and for guys, status for them, like, they'd rather have a really good looking girlfriend and be ugly than be really good looking no matter what their girlfriend looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see what you mean there. Like, I think a lot of guys wouldn't care at all how they look if they had an attractive girlfriend. And they I, would still, like, flex that. I understand that mindset in guys, but I also, I think that is kind of problematic, too. Yeah. Because that is pretty objectifying of women. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, because then it's like, oh, she's just like a trophy. She's like a status symbol for me. Yeah. That's what it is. That's that's yeah. that's what I mean. Like, they use it as a status symbol. Like, for them, that's how important it is. Oh, yeah, it's very toxic. For sure. Like, so it's around, around here, like, Maritimes. You definitely mm-hmm. see that. And Montreal. I don't know what it was with Montreal, but when I was there, it was, like, the ratio of, like, attractive women to attractive men was way off hmm. when i was there it seemed pretty pretty balanced <laughs> pretty good ratio i think you might have had a little bit of sample bias there because <laughs> that's just you being more attracted to guys okay <laughs> i'm talking about the places he went when he was in montreal oh, okay. <laughs> yeah that makes sense There's a little bit of sample bias there maybe but that's um that's one of those foundational uh like parts of being an incel because uh, there's a theory that I think it's like 20% of the men will have sex with 90% of the girls. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't really have any thoughts about that at all. But that's what uh, these incels say. And, you know, they're just like, we're against this uh, this 20% of men that get to have sex with 90% of the women. Because they're all, uh, they call them Stacys. Do you know about that? Mm-hmm. There's like a, they have a dichotomy of Chads and Stacys and, Stacey's, and yeah. Normies. Yeah. And yeah, it's like Chad, <laughs> Stacys, Normies, and um, there's one other one. I don't it's know a whole language. Yeah. yeah. It's a super, like, it's a super black and white way of looking at the genders in the world. No, I agree. I mean, be with whoever makes you happy. Do your own thing. Here's no. the thing with the with the incels though is that they can't find someone. That's the whole foundation of their identity, yeah. is that they're like nobody will uh, nobody will have sex with me. Yeah, well I think. It's but because, they make that the personality. That's yeah, the issue. Thing. They make it because like they're they're not good people. Like they're toxic. Nobody wants to be around them. It's no shit. They can't find someone. It's not that even that they're not good people. It's they're going into every situation thinking that that person hates them every single time. And it's that they're they feel entitled to uh, to sex too. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean. like, which, they feel like they deserve that. Like they, this is like for like they should be able to have sex. Like which, they deserve it, which is wrong. Like, no, yeah. you don't. That's <laughs> like a little bit of a bigger psychological issue. And like it blows my mind because this whole problem could be solved if we would just fucking normalize. No. Okay. 
They're well, radical. <laughs> this whole problem would be solved if we would just normalize sex work and normalize paying for sex workers and like having sex as a commodity sort of. Mm. Because yeah. if we would just normalize that process, then these I think the incels could kind of they they go away, you know, like yeah. But I, but, I also kind of think uh, you don't want to put sex workers in the position to be with people like that who don't know. Well, no, if like, you, if you if like you regulate it and you make it like an actual like career occupation, then it gives those sex workers like you know workers' rights. They can say no to customers, like people who don't want to like yeah. have sex with. Like because right yeah. now it's very much you know it's, it's legal. Yeah, it's not regulated, so they it's very tossing, and all of those sex workers get hurt or you know killed. <laughs> yeah, can they're... we talk about how much of an incel you'd be if you paid for sex work and they here's still the, said no. here's the thing? <laughs> I think oh no. my god, that would suck. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think that could solve a lot of the, their problems. But here's the thing is the incels won't pay for sex workers. They won't go to prostitutes because their whole ideology is that women owe them sex and they shouldn't have to pay for it. Yeah. You know, like it should be a free thing that's available to them whenever they want. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to I kind of want to take these guys and just like shake them and be like, come on, man, just go, go to go to fucking Sweden, go to Amsterdam Go to one of these red light districts and just have the time of your life, you know? Yeah. And yeah. get I mean, over I, it. Hopefully it'll be, like, normal. <laughs> not have these dumbass views. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you'll come back and you can get off. You can get out of your mom's basement and get out of the yeah. uh, the online message boards, exactly. you know? Get off. Stop, stop, being, uh, stop looking at gun websites. Yeah, exactly. True, true. Protect our schools. Protect our schools. Um, normalize sex work. To protect our schools. That's yeah, our message. That's that's our company slogan. Normalize sex work and uh, communicate to these lonely young men that, um, you know, that could be an option for them. Mm-hmm. Go. go ahead. Just put them all on a boat or a plane and send them over there. Let them have sex for a bit and bring them back. Ironically, these are back. the same people that are signed up for Hustlers University. What? Oh, true. yeah. That's true. They're all, they're all in Romania right now driving Bugatti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say more about Andrew Tate, but I feel like I shouldn't. Yeah, no, let's move on from I mean, that guy. Yeah. He doesn't deserve the attention. Exactly. No. He really doesn't. All of our listeners will not like the Andrew Tate talk. That's true. That's the thing about, um, about like, platforming a lot of people is you kind of, like, you have to pick who you platform and who you don't. So, obviously, there's no sort of repercussions for who we platform because we don't have a sizable audience at all. Hmm. But, like, in terms of, like, cancel culture, I do believe in picking and choosing who you platform so like let's say that we had a huge audience here the current way it is with andrew tate now i actually wouldn't have him on the show no i don't don't think you can because then you're responsible for the stuff he says yeah our own values and beliefs we don't want to give him like the attention and also we don't agree with his views like it also has people we don't want that i don't want to be associated with him here's the thing this is uh this is the thing if um Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro want to be on the show, I would have them on the show. Because I think their views are absolutely horrendous and terrible, but by having them on our show, we're not giving them any more attention that they're not already getting. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Like, Ben Shapiro does crazy numbers on Facebook. Tucker Carlson is the most watched man in America on cable news. Like, it's crazy. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Like, we're not giving them any bonus attention. No, yeah. and then at least in this space, there would be voices to, you know, contradict what they say. Exactly. We're bullshit. not going to go along with everything his, he says. Like, we will contradict like, what he says, and we'll, you know, we'll be the bait a little bit. I'd let Tucker Carlson come on here and just fucking red pill us. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd go, I'd play along with everything. I mean, if he hired me for the right amount of money. Yeah. Okay. We know Parker's for sale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's fair. He just gaslights us the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Someone must go out here crying. <laughs> no, but I, I do also believe that some of these guys that are those, you know, talking heads don't necessarily have those opinions. They just do it for the attention of money. I know. Probably I think not. they do it because they're paid to do it. Yeah, I think and a lot of them are paid very, very, Here's very thing, well. Some to do of them, it. yeah. I don't know about that with Tucker, mm-hmm. because Tucker doesn't have to, like, he's never had to have a job in his life. Mm. He's the Tucker is the heir to the Swanson frozen food fortune. Really? So, yeah. You know Swanson. You know Swanson oh, TV yeah. dinners. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's him. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. His that's full him. name. This is the whitest name ever. <laughs> his full name is Tucker. Swanson McNear Carlson. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds like a former president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a 40s president. Kind of does. He basically, he basically is from the 40s. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. views are from the 40s. Tucker's like if we had a time machine and opened it to the 1940s and some random motherfucker off the street stepped in, that's what we got. <laughs> yeah. That's what Tucker like plate of like corned beef. <laughs> Back to corned beef. That's what I felt like. That's what I felt like eating that today. I was like, oh. Look, it felt like Tucker Carlson eating corned beef. <laughs> I had to boil it. It was like boiling him a raw chunk of meat. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Logan brought that home and he was like, how do I cook this? And I told him, boil it. And he's like, you're fucking kidding. <laughs> I was like, you fucking <laughs> idiot. No fucking way. <laughs> no way you it. boil it. Boil it. You had to boil it and put it in like a slow, ro- slow cooker. Like, wow, okay. That's weird. It so he, uh, yeah, he boiled his meat. I do need to start expanding my palate. Like, I need to start cooking cooler oh, things. I like palate. I like that uh, word choice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You ever, you ever tried kissing guys? <laughs> I heard that's, that's pretty really good. For I told this. Palate. I don't know. No, I don't think I told this on the podcast. But I kissed one of our friends once. We both had girlfriends at the time, and it was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Right as it was turning twelve, because we knew it would piss our girlfriends off. We like leaned in with the girlfriends and then like swerve them and kiss each other. Power oh, move. My yeah, God, that's so funny. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't <laughs> talked to for a few days by yeah. the girlfriends after that. I can see. That. I don't know why New Year's is such a big deal for them. But oh, it is for, for the females. I can't Jesus. believe <laughs> I can't believe those women want to kiss us on New Year's. Oh, I get it. That's the first time one of my girlfriends. The first time I kissed her was a New Year's Eve. Nice kiss. Really? Yeah, that's romantic. Very. No, not really. <laughs> no. Um, I was at that point like no. a high school party or something. Yeah, the day of, I sent her a Snapchat and I was like, "Do you want me my New Year's kiss?" Nice. She's like, "Okay." Oh, so it was planned. It was yeah, it was sort of planned. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of my friends is going for her at the same time. Ooh. And that really made him mad. Not mad. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think. I yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I think so. Yeah. What was when was your first kiss, Logan? Mine. Oh, mine was in grade nine. No, that summer, wasn't my first kiss. I don't know. Summer. No, I know. Okay. I know. Okay. Okay. Grade nine. I think it was grade nine. <laughs> Will's first kiss was at seventeen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, mine was grade nine. My girlfriend at the time, and we were hanging out at her house, and. I was gonna get I had her house. I was gonna get picked up by my friend to go to basketball practice. Mm-hmm. And before we left, I said some corny, you know, fourteen year old line, and we like a quick little like a quick little peck, like a quick a little, kiss. little yeah, a little, a little, a little <laughs> peck. Here, wait, come over here and show me <laughs> later for the video. Yeah. Um, I remember being in the car with my friends after going to basketball practice, and I was like, "Oh, Logan, what did you do?" And like little fortune on me, like, oh, I just kissed the girl. <laughs> yeah, Logan, like, he kind of like waddles into the car with a full mast. He's like, hey, guys. Yeah. He's late to practice because he's in the bathroom just trying to push it down. <laughs> go, go. I have to make free throws. <laughs> I would like to interject and say, um, Logan, how are you dribbling without your hands? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
earlier when I talked about kissing this girl on New Year's and I said it made a, some, a friend of mine who was going for it at the same time mad, um, I do want to put this in here if I'm going to put this in the podcast. Um, no, like, we weren't friends for a little while after that because of it, but I like him much better than I liked her now, or than I like her now. Like, she's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a cool guy. I like him okay. a lot. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. I got it now. I what, don't know who it is. What was your guys' first kiss? Like, what was yours, Parker? Mine was grade nine as well. Oh, yeah? It was in the basement of one of our friend's house. I don't know how I ended up there. Um, We were taking jello shots in the basement because <laughs> the parents were feeding 14-year-olds jello shots. Really? <laughs> yes, in the basement. I had my first kiss that way, but there were no other kids there. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it was just a thing. Like, every, There was like a group of like 10 people there. The ratio was solid. <laughs> like 50 50 so it was oh, one of those yeah. things where everyone was just like we should all kiss each other wow yeah and we did grade nine feels a little late but it was oh well, that was mine too so. yeah damn what, yeah. Was you, what was yours well i don't know we're gonna have to see <laughs> <laughs> no i was in um no i was in the eighth grade oh, oh eighth grade. big deal mr eighth grade is does eighth grade count does middle school count Are oh, you yeah. That? yeah yeah okay um yeah, I was in the eighth grade. Uh, there was an exchange student from Mexico. Who oh, I, yeah. Who I really oh, liked. Like in the big booty, you're Latinas early. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that because we were 14 at the time. <laughs> I take it back. I don't know where you're going with that, Parker. <laughs> but um, yeah, she she was an exchange student who uh, lived in the house next to my best friend at the time's house. So uh, yeah, we had a little thing going, I guess. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't really have a whole lot of detail to go into. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need to hear the detail. <laughs> I guess we were just walking down the sidewalk, and, um, you know, me being the gentleman I am, I asked for consent first. Yeah, of course. You know, and then I got a, got that little pecorino there. Were you walking on the side closer to the road to protect her from the cars? No, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big feminist, so I actually push women into traffic. Because <laughs> you know they can handle it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that's the story of it. Uh, I kissed a girl, and then, you know, because you're in, like, grade 8 and it's your first kiss, I don't know, actually, I don't know, maybe I'm going to out myself here, but it's in, like, grade 8 and it's your first kiss, and you're like, damn, I'm going to marry this girl, man. Yeah, that's I'm in love with this girl. I'm in love. I didn't have that same sentiment, but that's fair. I was like, you know, like, she's moving to Mexico. No. like Yeah, but if you were, like, kind of had a thing, if you kind of had a thing, then it's different. That was, like, me. Like, that was, I had my first kiss, and then I moved, and we're still dating. And I was going, like, I was at my different high school, going going to the different, like, the next high school. Like, Mm -hmm. because I was moving, I'm going to a different high school. Remember somebody asked me, like, oh, so you're going to switch schools? I was still kind of on the fence. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. I have a girlfriend. I don't know. You know, Ooh. it was pretty serious at 14, 15. <laughs> Damn. And then we broke up. Then I, what? Well, I, I think I confirmed I was like going to different schools when we broke up, like before or after or something. Yeah. But yeah. it is true. Now it's like you need to move like hours away from someone to break up at our, at our age. Then it was like you move across town. Game over. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's working anymore. Man. Yeah. That's true. I'm going to a school that's four minutes away by bus. I felt yeah. like at that age, um, you got a haircut and you broke up. You know? <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> like, that, that happened to me in, like, grade eight. I went to the barber. He he fucking messed my shit up. <laughs> I came to school with my yee-ass haircut. <laughs> She's like, shoddy was like, can't do it anymore. Damn. <laughs> you know? How yeah, shallow yeah. of her. 
Oh no, I don't blame her. It was a bad cut. It was a bad cut. <laughs> We've all had bad cuts. Speaking of hair, my haircut, I kind of want to. I don't know if I love it yet. I don't mind it, but I kind of miss my long hair a little bit. I've been uh, I've been loving the long hair. It's yeah. getting to me, like in terms of efficiency and efficiency. Well, efficiency. Like washing. Like my hair. Say anything dry. about hair? I've never seen you not with a hat on. That's true. Yeah, sure. I don't have a hat for, on currently, except for right now. But I mean, like I've never seen you in public without a hat on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is weird because like I don't. I have a good hairline. Like I don't yeah. wear hats to, like mask. I just like hats as an accessory. Yeah, you're not even a hat fish. Yeah, no, I'm not. That's like true. I have good hair. Sometimes I'm a bit of a hat fish. Yeah. No, you have a decent hairline. Yeah. Nah, my my shit's messed, bro. Dude, you're not a four, man. No, I'm not saying I'm a four, <laughs> but I'm saying like my my white side, dude, has taken my it's peeled my hairline back like a fucking banana, bro. <laughs> like, no, and it's always kind of been that way. Like, I know it's not receding mm-hmm. because it's been that way since I was like eleven. Wow. Really? Since I was eleven, I've had like a widow's peak kind of. So it just doesn't grow in further than that. Yeah, Ever? yeah. That's. I mean, there's nothing you can do about but that. But I am afraid that it's falling out. Are you on the keeps? What's the keeps? It's like one of those things you take for your hair loss. Was it butane? Butane. butane. <laughs> Yo, I'm just putting straight lighter fluid in my hair. It starts with a B. What's it called? Uh, there's a couple things. Know, yeah, um, there's a couple vitamins that claim that they can keep your hair in. I don't know if that's bullshit or not. I take <laughs> them anyway because it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can take like biotin. That's it. Biotin that's says uh, <laughs> it helps with hair. Yeah, I know. It helps with hair and nails apparently in your skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I take biotin pretty regularly. Um, the big thing, though, the big thing is uh, the minoxidil. There's only two uh, clinically proven things that can regrow hair. Uh, that's minoxidil and finasteride. And uh, finasteride works a little bit better, if I understand it correctly. Um, but the thing about finasteride is you have to choose between being chemically castrated, essentially, and having hair. Like it ruins your sperm really? count? Yeah, I guess one of the uh, side effects of finasteride is impotence or something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not quite ready to get into the finasteride. And hair transplant surgery is like $5,000, which I mean, if I had the money, I think I might pay for that. Eventually, say, yeah. I'd go for that. If you yeah. guys were like really like receding, would you guys get hair transplants? I would, yeah. Well, I would, yeah. Yeah, I would. I've already decided. Yeah, I think like, hair I want is one extremely currently important. as I am now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very important. Yeah, if I had the money, I would too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, right now I use, uh, I use those vitamins and I take uh, minoxidil through Rogaine. So Rogaine is just the foam that you put on your hair uh, mm-hmm. twice a day mm-hmm. i'm thinking mullet i i almost did i almost did like before i got my haircut um or I was, like my girlfriend and her friends i was just like i'm gonna get a, i was like i'm gonna get a haircut where i was kind of joking like maybe we'll get a mullet and then they're all like yeah man do it so looking at pictures i was like fuck like i could maybe do this yeah but i didn't so <laughs> i kind of think i could especially because yeah. of the hat thing like i've always got a hat on so it looked better in hats than my hair currently i think does. yeah mullets look good in hats yeah I, I, I do think i could pull it. but i also think mullets have become like just like this weird thing that only certain types of guys get it's like kind of like the chad thing yeah like, so, that's what i was trying to worry about if i got a mullet like i'm looking for jobs right now i don't want to go an interview with a mullet like i look yeah, like a chad. I, I don't want that true. i look less professional and i don't yeah so can you uh can you do it and then go as morgan wallen for halloween (laughs) i'd be dope that would be good maybe for halloween i'll do a mullet no i can't i'm starting a new job in one day it's at a hotel that's true i worked at a hotel Mm -hmm. yeah i showed up to work hung over all the time they didn't care (laughs) they didn't care what i looked like right yeah yeah so it'd be fine but um but yeah for halloween you're in banquets too aren't you yeah yeah you don't gotta have looks for that you're dude you're (laughs) setting shit up yeah you're good fine you're gonna, you could show up there with a mullet 
and you could be you could be caked in dirt and not showered, and you would still look better than probably half the dudes there. <laughs> yeah, for for a Halloween, I was going to go as Roderick from Diary of the Wimpy Kid, mm-hmm. but I cut my hair, so I had long hair. At the oh, time. maybe I can do Roderick. Yeah, you could too. Oh, he's like dark eyeliner and, and a like, t-shirt that says "Loaded, loaded diaper. diaper" t-shirt. Oh, go. maybe I'll do Roderick. It's that's easy. a good one. Yeah, that's a good idea. Roderick for Halloween. I was thinking Roderick or Severus Snape. I think you'll Roderick. I think yeah. that'd be easier. It'd be more. Yeah, it'd be funny. I definitely need to play on the hair though, because this is my first Halloween having long hair. Well, all you gotta do is like give yourself kind of messy bangs, and you're mm-hmm. good. And straighten it a little bit. Yeah, well, not even straighten it, because just to make it messy. And you should be Rowley. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be, I'll be Rowley. Do you see um the kid from that movie who played Fregley, the red-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he just went to jail for killing his mom. What? Oh, I heard about this. Really? Yeah. 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 What's that makes story? sense. He killed his mom. I guess that's <laughs> She sucked, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> he was on uh yeah, he he started acting, uh got a gig playing Fregley on Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And then he killed his mom. <laughs> that's god, the exact man. sequence of events. Dude, as child actors, they almost never turn out good. No. False. Leo DiCaprio. Zendaya. Oof. I just got edited on Bella that. Thorne. But there we all, there are a lot of Is she of a good example? Like, she's doing well, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she just a bit took it more like uh, exotic. Right? <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> she took the exotic. She's route. not taking the more uh, straight line than like Zendaya wrote. Selena yeah. Gomez. Yeah. Like, she well, turned out well. They all have like a lot, I guess, that comes with fame is like mental issues and stuff like that. But I think there's a lot of child actors too that have Joaquin like, Phoenix. Trauma. <laughs> I'm just going to keep naming child actors yeah, who, I think are, who I think are pretty cool right now. Um. Fuck, there's probably a, you only like actors actor. when they're children. Ooh. Oh, what about the kid from uh, No Way, um, Home Alone? Yeah, he's Macaulay messed Culkin. up now. No, he's good now. Is he good now? Yeah, he's married to Brenda Song. Didn't he get touched really? by Michael Jackson? Yeah, I think that's the story there. Ooh. I think he was one of the victims. Yep. Ouch. No, do you know what? Um, people claimed he was one of the victims, but he stood up for him. Um, he was always like, no, I don't. I didn't have that experience. Oh, really? He was just like, like a hero to me. Yeah. Did he stood up for Michael Jackson? Like, he stood up for him, yeah. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is married to Brenda Song now, who was London Tipton on Sweet yep. Life. Yeah. Yeah. She was great, too. Yeah. Remember um, Samantha McCurdy dated Andre Drummond? <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird couple. That was such a weird uh, Samantha McCurdy, you're, Sam. You're from... mixing up their names. What, what She's Sam it? on iCarly. Oh, yeah. She's Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, Jeanette McCurdy. Well, I almost had it. I was like 50% right. But yeah, Jeanette McCurdy played Sam from iCarly. Dated... Andre Drummond, the seven foot seven two foot NBA player. Yeah, it was such a crazy. <laughs> See, that's weird because I think of her as younger because she's on that show, mm-hmm. and then I think of Andre Drummond as older because he's bigger. And then NBA players, I always imagine them older as than they actually are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Did you see the latest picture of Miranda Cosgrove? No. No. She looks like like Cardi B. Really? She changed races. No, basically, like people are mad at her for blackfishing. Well, did she, oh, she get like a yeah. bunch of plastic surgery or something? No, like just a crazy spray tan. Oh, yeah. she went like the Ari- the Ariana Grande. Ariana. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like people were comparing her to the. Oh, Ariana, there's another Grande, one. Child so. actor, Ariana Grande. Well, young. Yeah, true. Actress. She's killing it though. She is. I have nothing but respect for Dude, Ariana Grande. Dude, when she dropped "Thank You Next" and was, Seven Rings," that was on repeat. Yeah, I was listening to Seven Rings in first year daily. Next. I'm not. I'm not seeing it. It's not on Google Images. Go to Twitter. Go yeah, Twitter. Go Twitter. Look up. Look up. Uh, iCarly on Twitter. Or Miranda Cosgrove. She had a picture with Josh Peck and what's his name from Oh um the the, the guy who played Drake and Drake and Joe. No, no, the, he's in he's in, he's in jail. jail. <laughs> Is he in jail now? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought he was still in Sexual assault. Oh I knew I thought he was um, like, Yeah. Okay. No, the the hotel manager from Sweet Life is oh, no. Esteban. 
Yeah, no, the manager. The guy who plays oh, Mr. Um, Mosby? Mr. Mosby. Yeah. He uh, Phil, somebody. Phil Lewis. He killed somebody. Uh, he, I think he was driving. It was oh. a DUI or something, I think. Because he killed somebody. Yeah. But he did kill somebody, yeah. The Prindle. It's the Prindle. Remember, the remember Prindle that? episode. That was yeah. so funny. I was where he was teaching London how to drive. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. on the official iCarly account on Twitter. Why would I think they would post it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Do you guys watch like the, like, they made a new show? A new I iCarly tried to. Show? We, because, we watched that together, didn't we? Did we watch the first episode? Yeah, it wasn't that good, though. I, Carly was such a big part of my childhood that I did try to oh, watch it, but I couldn't it get into it. Dude, whoa. That is crazy. Yeah. Parker's already seen it. Why am I showing I it to him? I'll look at it after. Here, I'll airdrop it to you. That's how important <laughs> it is. It, it, it is wicked, eh? That is, that's crazy. Everyone at home, um, go Google that right now. Or go on Twitter, because I didn't find Miranda it on Google. Miranda Crossgrove. Just search that on Twitter. On Twitter, you yeah, you'll see it. She, she does look like Cardi B. Yeah, that's really? crazy. I was I, they, that's a fairly good analysis I had there, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but a, people are getting mad at her for it, which is fair, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you go ahead and like present yourself as you want to present yourself. That's fine. But that's like that's a little bit excessive. That's to the point where you you look like somebody else, and then the big the big sticker there is that you look like you're a different race than you are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you airdrop it to me so I can see it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious now. <laughs> yeah, but that show, um, Spencer, the older brother, mm-hmm. the Jerry Trainer's character, mm-hmm. he was so funny. Is Jerry Trainer in trouble for something too? No, no. he's no. he's been good. He's a clean he's, guy. He's good. No, he's wholesome. He's a he's a Tom Hanks. He's a Paul Rudd. Nice. He's got no problems. He's wholesome. Nice. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? She really does not look like the same person. No, and I saw her in like a David Dobrik video Whoa. like last year. You yeah. know what? Yeah. You know what looked. I think the you know what I think she did it. Why? People were telling her, like, people were comparing her to, like, Michael Jackson. <laughs> so I think I think that's why she went that route. She just embraced Poor it girl. and just went for it? She no, seems no, so, no, like... People were telling her she looked like um white Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. So she went full Michael Jackson and changed... Yeah. Changed, changed, changed yeah. She went, like, Jackson 5 Michael Jackson. <laughs> she really... She has, like, her head looks, like, bigger. Yeah. Like a rectangle now. I hope she's good. I Like, she seems like she's great. From everything I've seen from her in terms of content, that yeah, isn't iCarly. Right? She seems great. I hope she's not dealing with anything. I don't know. I just I just watch my iCarly reruns and yeah, you know, I like to live in that moment I there. Like that that meme format with that with the scene where it's uh, Spencer in the elevator with an ostrich and a smoothie, and it's like, what you got there, Spencer? <laughs> a smoothie. A smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Three more sleeps till the Drake album. Oh. I can't not just Drake, Drake and Twenty One Savage. That was uh. two of my favorite artists collabing for an album. I do think it'll be one of the yeah. best albums. Though. This is at least for me, be my mm-hmm. probably my favorite album already. Like, you I know, like it. the saying, like the what is it, the girls and the gays? What? What? <laughs> is that what people what? say? <laughs> okay, let's not. I'm not gonna word it this way, but like last week was like for the girls. Oh, I mean, with the, Taylor the, Swift. Yeah, and like everyone was looking forward to it. This week is for the guys. Not gonna lie though, I don't know where gays came from. Yeah, <laughs> That's that the Taylor Swift Taylor part. Swift, I'm still bumping though. It's not as good as the other ones, but it's still really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I I listen to Lavender Haze in the morning. Yeah. That's what gets me up. Anti heroes. I just discovered a new one from one of her old albums called The One. It's mm-hmm. on. Uh, uh, Fearless. No, it's on her best album. That uh, is a very subjective. That's, that's fair. Very oh, dangerous. folk folklore, folklore? yeah folklore. it's the folklore. intro song to folklore oh, okay. it's called the one yeah mm. mm-hmm. that's oh. the one yeah. literally oh, but 
yeah, Drake album, 21 Savage. Right I think we're finally going to get some rapping Drake again. Yes, yeah, like Jimmy Cooks, I think was a, we said earlier, is a tease to this album. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of like, like that. Yeah, and like, they're going to have some big features on it, I would imagine. Like future Young Thug, yeah. obviously. And Drake, I'm staying up. Drake and 21 Savage, that's a Canadian and, uh, and an Englishman. <laughs> yeah. That's the Commonwealth there. They're doing it for the Queen. Yeah. R.I.P. Lizzie. Imagine they did like a queen like shout out or something. Like, <laughs> they the queen. Yeah, rip bozo. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's gonna be a fun list for everyone. I think a lot of, like obviously everyone listens to Drake in Canada. Like everyone's gonna listen to that. Yeah. But in terms of just like the guys, like that's clearly gonna be one of those things that you listen to, going out pregame. Like there's gonna be multiple songs from that that oh, everyone's yeah. listening. I mean, to. Maybe the ultimate pregame song will always be way too sexy. True. That's true. That's the hardest true. song to beat. Yeah. That music video too is elite. I love that music. Yeah, like we got Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like it fits so perfectly. Yeah. So I guess. uh Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening to the Turnover Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning into episode four. It's been a it's been a pleasure so far. It's been amazing. Yeah, we're really having a lot of fun. Like, thank you guys for listening. It's nice that we're able to talk to people about it. Um, it's pretty awesome to hear you know our friends and some of their friends talk about it. And yeah, I'm just uh, waiting till you all realize that this whole podcast is just a giant cry for help from me. <laughs> you know, some dudes go to therapy, others make a podcast. Yeah, if this doesn't work within a year, we're all falling off the face of the earth. So, and uh, tune in next week because we'll most likely have a special guest on. So, oh yeah. Uh, little tease for that. little teaser there. It's Way Mason. <laughs> You'll have to wait and see for episode five. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.